Hey, hey, Profit Podcast listeners. So this is a little different. I am actually recording this episode really early in my office, which I never do. It's 5.30 a.m. right now. But the reason while I'm recording so early is because I have been very entrenched for the last few weeks with doing the launch. If you didn't know, um, my course profit podcasting was launching and the doors just closed yesterday, like literally yesterday. And this episode comes out today. No, sorry, tomorrow. (laughs) I never record the day of, but it's 530 in the morning and I'm still not a hundred percent awake, but I am here because I just had this message that hit me. I had planned to talk about something totally different today for this episode, but since this is fresh on my mind, I was like, no, I got to share this because I think it's really important for all of you podcasters that are brand new. You think that you're going in the right direction, but you're just not sure. Today, I want to talk about not being afraid to test and try new things. So let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? So what do I mean whenever I say, don't be afraid to test and try new things? Well... There are a few things that I've done with my podcast that have really, really paid off. And then there's obviously some things that I've done that were huge lessons learned, right? Because I don't really believe in everything is is like a happy mistake, right? So the first thing I wanted to talk about that I want you to consider trying if you are brand new or you are launching a podcast in January or sometime in 2020, there are a few things that I want you to test and just like, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about the results until you've tested it out for a month, maybe two months, maybe three months. But there are a few ways, like it's almost like the wiggle room that you have um, in podcasting because it's not cut and dry. It's not a one size fits all approach. If it would, if like if it was, then it would be super boring. And I don't like to listen to boring podcasts. So I'm telling you this to encourage you to be creative and to work with what you have 
and do what you think your audience wants. If you don't have an audience or if you do already have an audience, then reach out to them, tell them kind of your game plan and say, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do for the first few months and I'd love your feedback. Or, you know, if someone tells you, whoa, that's that sounds a little crazy, then you say, hey, you know, can we talk about that? But um, the first thing I want you to consider whenever you're trying and testing things is how often you publish your episodes. So I have, it's so cool, y'all. My mom has the Edible Gardens podcast. And I don't talk a ton about her podcast and all the amazing things that she's done because I never want it to be about me because everything that she's done has been like total credit goes to her because she works her butt off at what she does. And she has been able to have a top 50 podcast in the home and gardens category, which I think is incredible. I'm so proud of you. So shout out mom, you're doing amazing things. But when she first got started, she um, wanted to publish every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And I was like, Mom, that's super, super ambitious, you know. And I didn't tell her, no, you absolutely cannot do that. But I just kept thinking, like, I don't know, like, you're brand new to this. How comfortable? These were my doubts in my head. As, you know, I didn't voice all of my opinions. I just, because I'm trying to be a good teacher and I wanted to just let her do what she wants to do. And, you know, it's also, it's my mom. Like, I'm not going to tell her, like, this is what you have to do <laughs> because <laughs> that just feels weird. But she did. She started posting five episodes every single week. And, um, I want to say that lasted maybe a month and a half, two months. But what was really, really cool about this, and she never would have like had this aha moment had she not done five episodes every single week, is how quickly she was, it was like that baptism by fire. Like she learned editing super quickly and she learned how to create her content very fast and she felt more comfortable like behind the mic super super quickly because in you know a month's time she was already up to 20 episodes so that's incredible i told her i was like man i'm i'm so impressed with what you did because it took me i published my episodes when i very first started once a week for several months, I mean, almost a year, actually, I only published once a week. And I just was like, I told her, I was like, I'm so impressed. And she was like, man, I learned so much. And I'm so glad that I did that because she feels like she, for one, she had a lot of content that she felt like she was behind. Like she just wanted to play catch up and get all of this content out into the world. She she always she has a saying, it's so funny. She was like, I feel like I'm 11 months pregnant on a hot day in July. And I'm like, well, that sounds miserable. So <laughs> I hate that you feel that way. But she was saying, you know, I just had all this information that I had to get out. I just wanted it to get out of me. And so that's why she did that at the very beginning. So if you're kind of feeling the same way, you're wondering how often should I publish? Now she only publishes once a week, but again, she hasn't even been podcasting a year and she's already up to 40 something episodes because she put out so much at the very beginning. 
So I just want you to know that that is one place where you can experiment. You can publish 15-minute episodes a few times a week, or you could publish one episode that's between 30 minutes to an hour. It just, it totally depends on you and what your bandwidth is. And I guess what kind of the expectations that you have set up for your show and your processes. Like I wouldn't recommend this to anybody that is going like full force, doing all the show notes, doing like everything themselves, all the marketing, like everything, because you're going to burn out really quickly if you try to publish five days a week. So that's kind of my thoughts on that. I think that you should try and experiment with how often you publish. But if you aren't sure where to get started, then just publish once a week. Just publish once a week and like don't even don't even mess around with the pressure of trying to publish any more than that. Just start with one episode a week. So that's my first point is how often to publish. The second point that I want to make where I believe that you can just don't be afraid to test and try new things is your show format. So if you go back and listen to very early episodes of this podcast, you will hear a totally different show format than what it is today. And the reason why is because I didn't like it. I It didn't feel natural to me whenever I would say certain things. And then now I have a pre-recorded, uh, what I call my podcast main theme that is pre-recorded. And it's something that I drop into every single track because I used to say all of that information in every episode. And it just felt weird. It felt awkward. It felt forced for me to say that. And I was like, man, if I can't bring the same consistent energy to what I'm saying in my introduction or, you know, in this pre-recorded segment, then why am I even doing it? Because I don't want my audience to feel like I'm not giving my all if, you know, I'm trying to say it every time, but I'm not bringing the same energy. Maybe I don't feel as great today or even like this morning, I have a totally different energy. I know my voice probably sounds different because it's five, now it's 540 in the morning. But um, I want you to play around with your show format. So what does that mean? What does a show format entail? Well, that is what I call the story of your episodes. So you have your intro, which is your beginning. You have the meat of the episode, which is your middle. And then you have the outro, which is the end. So think of it like a story. You have the beginning, the middle, the end. So I feel like you can play around with where you want to drop in your music you can also play around with where you have the pre-recorded segments. So I know some people have their introduction is pre-recorded. Some people have their outro pre-recorded. Some people have things in the middle. Um, but I feel like you don't have to be married to your show format. Like once you establish what it is. Now, to be fair, I don't think you should change it up very often. So I've changed my show format maybe two or three times and I've have more than a hundred ep- This is episode 108, right? <laughs> yeah, 109. <laughs> this is episode 109. So I want you to just know that it's not something that you should jump around. Like establish 
how you're going to have every single episode at least be a guideline. That way you have kind of like your North Star. Like, okay, this is what we're going for. I know it's probably not going to be the same way every single time, but this is what we're shooting for. So that is the second place that I want you to try and experiment, have a little fun. Don't be afraid to test things, but um, try try new things with your show format, especially if you've been you know at this a while, you've put out a few episodes, and when you sit down to record, something feels forced or it's just not as fun to say, I want you to reevaluate. I want you to think about why does this feel forced? Because I I can say that because that's how I felt. It felt very forced when I would sit down to read my intro. And I was just like, man, it's the same thing every single week. But I, I can't bring the same amount of energy in the same way every single time. So if that's how you feel, then rethink your show format, sit down and look at it and see where you can improve or where you can make it just a little bit better. So the third thing I want to talk about today and where I want you to not be afraid to try and test new things is your calls to action or your self-sponsored ads. So I put an or instead of talking about both of these because maybe you don't have a product Maybe you don't have a service. Maybe you are just starting from scratch and you are using your podcast to eventually have a platform to sell something to your audience. If that's the case, then I really, really want you to play around with your calls to action. So um, there's an entire episode. I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's calls to action for your podcast. And I tell you, um, I think I cover like 10 that you can, uh, 10 calls to action that you can use within your podcast, but I actually have a free download and I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's 25 calls to action that you can make from your podcast. So if you're not sure, you know, you're like, Crystal, I don't even know what you're talking about. Then go, go get that freebie. I'm going to put it in the show notes, but, um, so crystalprofit.com slash episode one Oh nine. That's where you'll find 25 calls to action. But, um, what that is, is I want you to constantly be asking your audience to do something. And the reason why the psychology behind it is you want to engage with them on a level of not just them listening and you talking, but have them join your Facebook group. If you didn't listen to the last episode, I talked all about how a Facebook group can be amazing for your podcast. So if that's all you talk about for a while, that's fine. If you just say, hey, by the way, make sure that you've joined us in our Facebook group where we're continuing this conversation or where we are talking about this one specific thing on this day of the week. You know, if you have certain, you know, cool things set up in your group, then make sure you tell people about it. How else are they going to know? So um, that's a call to action. And then we have... You can ask them to subscribe. And this is something I get asked, or I've seen this question asked a lot too, is when should I ask people to subscribe to the show? And honestly, I've done it everywhere, like in the different beginning, middle, and end. And I feel like for me and my audience and this show, I do it at the end. And the reason why is because if someone is brand new, this is the very first time they've ever listened to this show, 
I don't want them to feel the pressure that you would at the very beginning of an episode. So like if I listen to a brand new podcast and the first thing out of their mouth is make sure that you've subscribed and you left us a review and it's like a pushy thing, it feels like a sales pitch. It really does. But if I deliver a ton of value and a ton of content to you and then I ask for you to subscribe, you to leave us a review, then that doesn't feel forced to me. That doesn't feel like I'm, you know, being salesy, being pushy or anything. It feels like the natural next step is to say, hey, if you enjoyed what we're talking about here, then I'd love for you to subscribe. So that's my take on, you know, asking people to subscribe, but you could do it however you want to do it. When I first started, I did it at the beginning and then slowly I changed it from the very beginning to kind of the middle Like whenever I was doing an introduction, I was um, giving someone's bio because I did a whole lot of interviews in the very beginning. And I would kind of bake it into whenever I said, oh, this is their bio, this is this, and make sure that you subscribe. So I kind of, I've done it all over the place. But where it feels most natural to me and just it feels like the next step of the journey is at the end. But that's just my take on it. Um... Like I said, this is where I really want you to experiment and see what feels right for you. But another call to action that you can play around with is having people go to your website if you have a podcast website. And if you don't, I'm um, there's a training coming up in 2020 where I'm going to walk you through exactly how to set up a podcast website. So that's going to be really fun. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm planning 2020 and all the fun things that are coming up. There's going to be a lot of training going on in 2020 outside of my course. So the course was really created for people to learn how to start, launch, and market, but the trainings that I'm creating for 2020 are kind of beyond that. So it's like, okay, I have have this podcast set up, now what kind of thing? And um, I'm looking at doing monthly trainings that are gonna be available, and I'm, I'm really excited. I can't wait to have more details to share with you, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I think you're really gonna like it. But that's it. So we talked about... What, like how you can not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared, guys. You're not going to break your podcast if you try something new. And you're not going to get hate emails because you decided to put your you know calls to action at the end. Don't worry about it. I promise. I promise. I promise. Like, just don't be afraid to test and try new things. Now, with that being said, don't be jumping all over the place, Okay. Try something for a month or try something for a quarter. Let's say three months is the absolute max, I think. Like, I don't think you should be switching things around way too much. But if you are going to try something, try to do it at least once a quarter. Now, if you uh, are doing calls to action, I think that those can be switched out at least every month. Don't don't switch your calls to action around all over the place. Um, at least keep a few of them consistent. Like for me, for this podcast, I have people, I want you to go check out the show notes, crystalprofit.com slash episode 109. I want you to give us a subscription and um, give us a review and a rating if you feel so led to. And 
that's really about it. And then every once in a while, I have a free download or I have the podcast boot camp. But I really want you to have two solid calls to action that you use every single episode and then experiment, then change up from month to month which other things that you want to bake in, whether it's your Facebook group or a download or you have a live event coming up. Like it's going to just vary based on what's going on in your business and um, what's happening for your podcast. So I'm going to do a recap real fast. So we talked about um, you can test how often you publish. So you want to do five days a week, you want to do once a week. Test around with that, play around with it. And I have landed on two days a week works amazing because it gets me in front of my audience more often. And it's really helped me grow my listener base and my downloads because I show up more often for my audience and they appreciate that. And then the second thing we talked about is your show format. So you're not married to your show format. If you realize you don't like something, it's okay to change it. Just don't hop around changing it all the time. And then the third thing we talked about are calls to action and self-sponsored ads. I didn't really get too much into self-sponsored ads um, only because I didn't want to be confusing, but I will touch on this real fast. So with self-sponsored ads, I changed that up depending on what's going on in my business. So if you've listened to this podcast, you would hear an ad for the masterclass that I recently did. And then you would hear an ad for profit podcasting. And then you would hear an ad for um, if there's a live event coming up. There's actually an event coming up in the new year that I plan on promoting here on the podcast because I think it would be very valuable to podcasters. So don't be afraid to try new things, guys. Okay? It's all an experiment. You won't really know what you love and what your audience loves until you just get going and start producing your show. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, if you are brand new to this show, I would love it if you would subscribe and hear the other fun things that we're going to talk about. You can also leave us a rating and a review. You can leave us a rating between one to five stars and you can leave a comment and tell us what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. And you can always check out the show notes. Today's episode is at crystalprofit.com slash episode 109. And that's all I have for you today, guys. So keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.